0: Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and go, well, thank God for that. It's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it's not just you. It is also me. So I'm recording this in the house, which is empty. I'm on my own. Well, I'm never fully on my own because the dogs are here. Um, But it's nice just have a moment to myself. I have been to Sainsbow's today. Um, Interesting. It's um, Sunday. I'm recording this on Sunday. And you would think midday on a Sunday on a platy jubes weekend in the UK, um, would be empty. No, no, no. I think lots of people think, like I do, they think, we'll go, Sunday lunchtime, won't be anyone there. Everyone's there, and everyone's fucking hungry. So we're all filling our trolleys with snacks rather than actual food. Um, Today, I saw something that's been popping up often for me Is culture and it's popped up in three unrelated places recently. So it came up first in a therapy session that I had when I was talking about kind of how I grew up and the estates um, where I grew up and hung out when I was a teenager and how things are very much the same in uh, lots of places. Lots of my family still live there. Um, And how it felt to be around that again and the differences between how um, I grew up and how things are today. And and there's a cultural difference. And um, I think culture is a difficult topic to discuss in the context of class. But it's been sort of bubbling along there in the background. And I keep sort of dipping in and out of it. It came up again when I was interviewing someone for my University Challenged podcast. And I'll put a link in the show notes to where you can find that. You could just look for University Challenged. Um, And it's not gone live yet, it will do soon. I was interviewing a guy called Tom Armstrong. He's a fashion creative, he's in fashion marketing. He has done some campaigns with people like um, Adidas. Um, He was spotted after he set up his own kind of music and fashion fanzine. Um, And he's one of the founding members of an organization called Common People, which is about working class representation in the creative industries. And he and I were having a, a, a chat as part of this interview process. And I said to him, "Was university expected encouraged you know what was it like and And he was saying about well where he grew up um culturally so he grew up um uh, I think like east london east east of london um and he said, well y- y- the culture was I so much about this but for me it was like ding 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 yes, um it was about being self made." And for most people, it was you leave school, you graft, you um, are a lot of the time living for the weekend. It was about, you know, when you're a young person and you want the clothes and the music. And it's about looking your very best, getting out of the weekend, enjoying clubs and music and pubs Um, and the way that you earned your money. It was about being self-made. So people go into the trades or people start their own businesses and that is very much alive for me or or reminds me of the kind of people that I was around. And predominantly for the men where I grew up, it was like, want to get yourself a trade. Um, It was different for women. Um, I think we were of that generation where um, lots of our mothers had been or were housewives because that was expected. Um, or you went into nursing um, or you did shop work or, you know, it wasn't so much about women being self-made, definitely about the men being self-made. Um, and I think a lot of that is is changing. But there was that sense of, yeah, he said culturally university wasn't a thing. It was about you make your money you find your route to doing it and and actually for him as a creative there weren't the role models around him that were well this is how you get into fashion um and advertising um this is how you do it so it was a really interesting interview with him that I'm excited to share so that's the second time it came up And it came up when I was listening to a podcast while I was wandering around Sainsbury's. Why not? Um, I had to pause it, though, (laughs) so here's an image. Um, I'm going around Sainsbury's with my trolley, with my little uh, nectar uh, scanning device. Um, I've put some avos in there, avocados, put some avocados in there, living my best life. and I'm listening to the Development by David podcast, which is hosted by David McIntosh. Um, I've interviewed him on University Challenge. He's interviewed me on his podcast. <laughs> We're podcast wankers together. Um, but he's got a fascinating backstory. I will put a link to his podcast in the show notes. And in this episode, he's interviewing his um, one of his heroes, um, Seth Godin, who i really hadn't heard very much about at all because i live in a hole um in the ground (laughs) Um, but uh no i think for anyone that has a passing interest in uh marketing um and creativity he's a bit of a legend um and uh, yeah, so so David's like interviewing one of his absolute heroes, and I have to pause it because the uh, announcement's going. What the owner of the Mercedes vehicle registration number? <laughs> you see, pretty much everyone in the shop has gone. Well, I ain't got a Mercedes, mate. Um, so I had to pause Seth Godin uh, so I could listen to uh, an announcement that something had happened. Because everyone's then wondering, aren't they? Come to customer services now. And, and I'm thinking... Um, I bet they've parked in a space that they're not supposed to park in. That's what I thought. I made the leap from Mercedes owner to yeah, they've just they just reckon they could park across three spaces. I'm sorry if you own a Mercedes, and that's very judgmental of me. And I am going to lay the blame for that at Robert Popper, the. Um, television uh, maker's feet I think he's writer and producer of Friday Night Dinner because there's a very very funny episode about Sheila and her Mercedes. Anyway um, where was I going with that yeah so culture came up on that too and it was something that Seth Godin was talking about about it being challenging and complicated and I thought yes yes Yes, mate. Yes, it is. (laughs) I might email him and go, yes, mate. Um, So it's been on my mind a lot and I was driving home. um, And before I set off, I went, I'd finished the podcast. So, you know, David, next time, could you record one long enough that it can take me around Sainsbury's and then home? Um, I thought i will put some music on. I've gone on Spotify and it said recommended for you, Tony. I'm like, ah. this part of me hates that idea. I hate that an algorithm is telling me what to listen to. However, it had set me up a few playlists. One was Stoner Rock, Queens of the Stone Age, Caius, and then I've run out of more to say. Um, and the other one was hip hop. And the first track on there was Good Day by Ice Cube. I was like, oh, go on then. And from there, it went to Red Man, Time for Some Action. And then it went to the Funky Feel one by Cypress Hill. Um, and What You Want by Beastie Boys. I was like, Jesus, Spotify, you got it bang on. Um, but in the context of culture, it made me think about... I think it's something we all go through as young people. Uh, and then I think maybe you revisit it again when you get into your 40s or whatever. But um, there had been, there's that trying on, isn't there? So when I was a teenager, music was so important to me. And as Eminem would say, you um, lose yourself in the music. Uh, which uh, I did. I sort of, you know, that was one of my escapes, one of my releases. And so I lost myself in music. Um, But you do that trying on. I was really into heavy metal for a while. I thought, am I a heavy metal person? I used to draw the the uh, cover art for Iron Maiden albums, Um, I liked Wasp, Um, I had a poster of Heart, I was really into Guns N' Roses, went to see them, went to see Soundgarden, Uh, went to see Acid Rain, I was like well into the metal scene. Um, And then we all got really into hip-hop culture. So it was all about listening to Cypress Hill and Ice Cube and NWA and watching, like, Do the Right Thing and New Jack City and, oh, God, yeah, Big Daddy Kane. And so I was trying that one. Uh, Do I fit in hip-hop culture? And here goes my recording equipment. I think it was going to stop itself then. Yesterday, I had to record the second part of my podcast. I was so annoyed because I felt like I had a great flow. And then my laptop just goes, yeah, I'm going to put up the lock screen now. And um, it stopped recording. I was so annoyed because I lost my flow. Hopefully, it doesn't stand out too much. Anyway, tried on hip hop culture. I thought, uh, yeah, I kind of enjoyed it. But it was just, a, I don't know. The music from from like my heavy metal and from hip-hop and it's just there in me now so I was, <laughs> I was <laughs> driving along with my golf with all the Sainsbury shopping in the back with my avocados um singing along <laughs> to, to so what so what so what you want um yeah and I think it kind of extends then into, so you've got all that trying on. And I know sort of with my, you know, my kids being teenagers, they're, they're like, people are emos and people are uh, into this and people are into that. And they've got their little tribes at school. So it's still, you know, still goes on. Um, and then it made me think about with that whole corporate culture, you know, that was where I joined in a lot. But then it didn't quite fit. So I liked the, I'm going to have new experiences. I'm, you know, I I owned shares. um, I got to shop in some, buy some, I got to buy some investment pieces. Oh, you must have a good investment winter coat. Um, I bought into quite a lot of it. But then there came that, what for me does not fit that well, you must send your children to private school and you must um, look for the next promotion and the next promotion, the next promotion, and you must buy a second home. And you must stay here until the share price is so good that you can retire. And I just thought, fuck that. Um, Life was too short. So, I guess maybe we do a lot of that throughout our lives and and part of this podcast is an element of finding expression for who I am and pulling the things through that have always been there so that love of music and writing and language and desire for connection and helping feel people helping feel people <laughs> I'm not feeling you helping people to feel heard and understood and not glossing over some of the challenges that there are in life so yeah I went from corporate culture to then freelance coach which is great actually because hearing about some of the stuff going on in the workplace at the moment you're like oh I'm so pleased don't have to work with those people um, so yeah it's, um, it's a topic that I really want to explore some more so I would love to hear your thoughts Um, What do you reckon? And I wonder, this part of me wonders about that. Is there an intentional, and I know there's a train of thought on this, you know, there's an eroding of working class culture. And this is partly why I do the University Challenge podcast to say you don't have to go because there has been a concerted effort by successive governments to say more and more people need to go through the university system when they don't and if you don't want to that is fine and for some people it's just not it's just not a thing it's not a thing it doesn't and it doesn't have to be a thing so i'm interested in exploring that and I'll, i'm probably saying this in a really clumsy way but um i'm interested to explore it some more so Maybe you'll hear more from me on that. Um, Maybe I'll listen back to this and go, what on earth was I talking about? What do I hope for you? I hope that you can go back and listen to a playlist of songs that make you feel like you're 17 again. That's what I hope for you. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening. If you think someone would like this, please give it a share. I will be back with you tomorrow.